the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Uh, boy, this is this is sad news out of Fargo, North Dakota. You, know, you kind of think of, you know, North Dakota, South Dakota, conservative, patriotic, American. Well, the Fargo, North Dakota school board in a 7-2 vote, voted to stop saying the Pledge of Allegiance before their school board meetings. Yep, 7-2 vote. We will no longer say the Pledge of Allegiance because, quote, it does not align with our diversity code. Diversity code. Uh, The previous story about the private school down in Tennessee, remember diversity, equity, and inclusion, DEI? Almost all three of those words have become buzzwords for the radical progressive left. They've hijacked those words. Nothing wrong with the word diversity. There's certainly nothing wrong with the word equity. There is certainly nothing wrong with the word inclusion. But the radical, and I do mean radical left, has taken those words, twisted them, turned them, redefined them, hijacked them for their own progressive and sometimes anti-American purposes. Uh, Evidently, they have been uh, debating this thing of whether to say the Pledge of Allegiance before school board meetings for quite some time. Uh, Quote, in the initial passing of the motion to recite the pledge, ah, as we look a little deeper into the story, you see, one of the board members a while ago said, you know, I think we ought to quote the Pledge of Allegiance. And everybody in the board kind of said, well, yeah, of course, this is America. Why wouldn't we say the Pledge of Allegiance? So they began saying the Pledge of Allegiance. And then a few members of the community said, we don't like the Pledge of Allegiance because it's divisive. We don't like it. And so they complained to the school board. And so the school board said, Oh, well, we don't want to offend anybody. We we want to be diverse. 
We want to believe in equity and inclusion. So then they began debating whether they should rescind the policy of saying the Pledge of Allegiance. And that's what gets me to this quote. In the initial passing of the motion to recite the pledge, school board members were reportedly grappling with concerns over divisiveness, which caused, quote, lengthy debate. Lengthy debate. Board member Seth Holden said the pledge is not in line with the district's, you ready? D-E-I. It has warned you about that in this previous story. Board member Seth Holden said the pledge is not in line with the district's diversity, equity, and inclusion scheme because the pledge says the words, oh, 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 here it is, under God. Yeah, under God. Uh, He wasn't finished. Seth Holden, board member of the school board in Fargo, North Dakota, he went on and said, and I'm quoting, given that the word God in the text of the Pledge of Allegiance is capitalized, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. You're complaining because the word God is capitalized. Well, of course it's capitalized. Well, that offended this board member. And let me, let me begin again. And again, I'm quoting. Given the word God in the text of the Pledge of Allegiance is capitalized, the text is clearly referring to the Judeo-Christian God. And by the way, in when he released this statement, the G in God was not capitalized. Hmm. The text is clearly referring to the Judeo-Christian God, and therefore, it does not include any other faith such as Islam, Hinduism, Buddhism, all of which are practiced by our staff and students at FPS. That's uh, Fargo Public Schools. Okay. So, Because he says God in the Pledge of Allegiance is capitalized, it does not follow with their DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion agenda. So he calls it a non-inclusionary act to say the Pledge of Allegiance. It is a non-inclusionary act. And he wasn't finished. He went on to say, not every single person in this country has liberty and justice. Hmm. Not every single person in this country has liberty and justice. But he wasn't the only one. School board president Tracy Newman said... The Pledge of Allegiance is a divisive issue, but I have no strong feelings either way. 
Boy, now there's real patriotism for you. I don't care whether we say the Pledge of Allegiance or not. I can take it. I can leave it. Who cares? Uh, Newman, the uh, school board president, Tracy Newman, said she would much prefer that we open our... Here's the kumbaya moment. Get your uh, get your little poles out. Get your uh, get your marshmallows and your uh, get your graham crackers and your chocolate bars. We're going to sing "Kumbaya." Join hands and and eat some s'mores. The school board president said, "I would much prefer that we open our meetings with a shared statement of purpose. That would bring us all together to do the work of the board." Rather than starting our meeting on opposing sides of an issue, I'd rather us start by saying something unifying. Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. And by by the way, I kind of like the song Kumbaya, but anyway. So anyway... By uh, an overwhelming vote, the Fargo, North Dakota School Board, after and after voting to say the Pledge of Allegiance, because of a handful of residents complaining, they have now rescinded that. Think about the lack of courage here. They voted to say it. Somebody says, I don't like that. I'm offended. It's not inclusive. Oh, my goodness. Well, we don't want to offend anyone. So then they take a vote, and they reverse themselves by a 7-2 to vote. So where do they stand? However the wind is blowing. If it's blowing out of the east, that's where we stand. If it's blowing out of the west, that's where we stand. When you try to appease everyone, finish it, class. Yeah, you and I have talked about this so many times. When you attempt to appease everyone, you end up appeasing no one. I would hope that the school board of Fargo, North Carolina, not not North Carolina, North Dakota, learns that lesson. All right, quick break. When we come back, a growing movement apologizing for the gospel. Yeah, a growing movement apologizing for the gospel. I'll tell you what I mean when we return. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Before I share with you this growing trend from the liberal left in the church, uh, let me just clarify something. I'm not an expert on anything. I keep telling you that. I'm not just trying to be modest. I'm telling you the truth. I'm not an expert on anything. I'm a Baptist preacher who has a talk show. 
for whatever that's worth. Uh, but I do try to be accurate. Uh, when speaking about the raid on Mar-a-Lago, the president's home in Florida, in the last couple of segments, I think several times I said that they want to open the subpoena. It's not a subpoena. It's a search warrant. I misspoke. Uh, they are hoping that the search warrant will be open. But in doing a little bit of research, uh, I have found that the search warrant itself isn't going to give us a whole lot of information, even if it is unsealed. There are affidavits connected to the search warrant that give the real details of what they were looking for. In other words, the search warrant is pretty broad and general and won't tell us a whole lot unless the accompanying affidavits are also released, and that is unlikely. So from what I'm gathering from people who know a whole lot more about it than I do, even if the search warrant is unsealed, opened, released to the public, we're still not going to know a whole lot unless we have the detailed affidavits uh, that accompany the search warrant. So anyway, we we will see. But whenever I said they want to unseal the subpoena, no, and I know that, uh, it's a search warrant. There is a growing trend in the liberal left church, not just here in America, but around the world, the uh, mainline Protestant denominations, to begin apologizing for the gospel. Now, what do I mean by that? When Great Britain began sending missionaries to Africa, their major goal, their stated goal, not hidden whatsoever, was to convert them to Christianity, to tell them about Jesus, and hopefully they would become converts. Now, if you become a convert to Christianity and a real follower of Jesus, your life is going to change. And as a result, over the years, millions of Africans accepted Christ as their personal Savior, began following Jesus, and they left their tribal native traditions. They left that behind because it was paganism. It was heathenism. They were worshiping idols and so forth, and they rejected that because they became followers of Jesus. Well, get this. Many in the liberal left are saying that we as Christians should apologize for that because we destroyed native culture. We should also apologize to Native Americans who were evangelized by missionaries and Christians because we destroyed their culture as well. They no longer worship totem poles. And I know I'm being absolutely serious. There are those who are from denominations that were built on the gospel who are now demanding that we apologize for the very gospel that built their church, their denomination, their movement, because 
We should just leave people alone. Now, it's okay if we go and tell them we love them and, you know, give them some food or whatever, but do not tell them that their worship is wrong. Don't tell them that idol worship is wrong because that's part of their culture. And their culture is important. And it must be passed on. It must be maintained. It must be honored. And... um, This is a growing, growing movement among the liberal left. Literally apologizing for telling people all over the world that Jesus saves, Jesus changes lives, and there is one and only one way to God the Father and heaven, and that is through Jesus Christ. The attack on the gospel is taking so many forms today. Here in America, it's just compromise. It is um, it is racist. It is disingenuous. It is uh, divisive to say that Jesus is the only answer, and so we compromise. In other countries, the gospel is being compromised by simply saying, well, if we tell them the gospel, the biblical gospel, then why their culture might change, and we can't allow that to happen. So I'm just informing you, watch out for this growing movement asking those who follow Jesus to apologize, well, for following Jesus. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.